Hey guys, it's Colleen. Welcome back to Butterflies Don't Wear Underwear. Did you know the cheetah is the fastest land animal on the planet? This amazing feline can reach a speed of approximately 80 kilometers an hour. And that's faster than the speed limit within most municipalities. So here's the question I'd like you to ponder for a moment. Do you think you're capable of reaching a speed of 80 kilometers an hour? And I do mean to preface this without a vehicle. (sighs) I think you probably said no too quickly. Now here's the second question. Do you think that if you were being chased by the cheetah, you could outrun it? Or even more courageously, could you stop in your tracks, turn around and face it? Because really, let's face it, you can't outrun the cheetah. I bet that without even being aware of it, you've gone faster than 80 kilometers an hour. And this happened when someone did or said something that triggered your mental and emotional state of being. So guys, let's first make an attempt to define what the heck a trigger is. A trigger refers to something that affects our emotional state and it often significantly causes extreme overwhelm and distress. A trigger affects your ability to remain present in this moment. And then guys, when we're not present in the moment, we're truly not living. But these triggers are exceptionally valuable. They're better than money in the bank because they're an investment in you. When something happens external to you, it could be a smell, it could be a sight, a sound, something someone says, and it upsets you to a point of complete distress. This is your soul talking to you, and it's asking you, hey, remember where these initial upsets came from? What is it from your past that you've now associated with a form of distress that often leaves you angry, frustrated, sad, confused, shamed, and sometimes even paralyzed? And on top of all of that, we feel incredible frustration and sometimes even frightened when we can't even describe how we're feeling. These can often be very humiliating experiences. And if we refer back to them instead of hiding from them, because there's such an intense sense of shame that's associated with them, If we try to go back to them, it means that we've kind of created this type of critical awareness. And that's really what we need to work on to try to get rid of these triggers. But when we don't take the time to look at triggers and we try to ignore them and bury them, the universe and our souls have a way of reminding us that they're still there and that we deserve to heal. The only time triggers can exist is when they're not expressed. 
So the universe sends us people and situations to keep repeating patterns in our lives until we make a concerted effort, and I do mean effort, albeit an excruciatingly uncomfortable one, to feel these emotions and seriously look at these triggers. So let's say we decide, forget it, this is way too uncomfortable, and we try to compensate for our lack of self-worth. The shame, the anger, whatever the emotions may be that we're holding back and it's stopping us from experiencing the best life possible. So what do we end up doing? Well, then we create distractions in our lives to compensate for these feelings of distress and discomfort. Some of those might be excessive use of drugs or alcohol, spending tons of money, hoarding, overworking, becoming so sad, depressed, and complacent that you're not socializing and you start isolating yourselves. And the list could go on and on. The problem with all these things is that they're temporary in nature. They give you a quick high or a quick relief, but then they're immediately replaced by once again, a sense and a need to fill this void and this emptiness which exists within us. And it won't go away until we develop critical awareness of these triggers, the things that have caused this discomfort and then courageously become comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's like you experience these intense emotions that lead to thinking and behaving in a way that upsets you. And if you're not capable of the awareness during the emotional upset, which let's face it, most of us aren't, you look at it afterwards. That's what you have to try to do. And then you try to identify what the heck was it that set me off? This process creates a critical awareness, which then can create change, which can create healing. And every single time you engage in trying to figure it out through this critical awareness, it gets easier and easier to do it then the healing starts to happen. And you don't have to analyze it. You don't have to try to predict it or force it. You'll start to notice things in your life changing. People will come. People will go. Situations will change. And then you'll start to notice that you're able to recover from these triggers much more easily. Every single one of us experiences triggers on an individual and different basis. But the greater our awareness, then we have a process to create healing. And it's critical to identify people who support you and can empathize with you and help you in the process of expressing your feelings and emotions. The bottom line is this, guys. Once again, get comfortable with being uncomfortable because your soul in the universe are speaking to you saying, hey, we don't want you to feel this way anymore. But for this to end, you have to really just feel what's going on and try to heal and look at where the heck these triggers came from. Let's face it. Invariably, these triggers had to come from experiences that we had when we were younger. 
and it's not until we develop an awareness of them that we can begin the process of healing them. And this creates a really great resilience to to improve our ability to articulate our feelings. So what do we do? Well, here's a great way to start to think of some situations that have occurred in your life recently that have caused you excessive emotions. These emotions could be anger, frustration, you're feeling humiliated, shamed, embarrassed, or even there's some sadness going on. And then the challenge is to try to be as objective as possible about these feelings. Think about what was said or done, something you may have heard, something you may have seen. It could have even been something that you smelt that caused you to go to a place that you're not comfortable with. Once you do that, then you try to identify what the heck was it about this situation that caused such significant upset? Think about some of your core values. Did they feel violated? Did you feel upset or ignored? Think about how you want to be perceived and how you don't want to be perceived. These are all really critical clues regarding triggers. Triggers make us all feel very overwhelmed and leave us in a state of confusion and fear. And then we may not be sharing anything because we feel that we're going to be judged. But when we can acknowledge the triggers, we admit vulnerability and this leads to greater healing. Absolutely important to be patient and kind with yourself because this process is super difficult, guys, and it's a long one. But ultimately, it's leading you to a place of greater contentment and fulfillment. And let's face it, seriously, who doesn't want that? I love this quote from Alexandra Arame. She said, triggers can happen when you least expect them. When you think all the emotional wounds are healed, something happens that reminds you, hmm, there's still a scar. Ultimately, we should express gratitude towards these triggers because they point us in the direction that we lack freedom in. There can be a great deal of shame that surrounds triggers. It's very challenging for us to be vulnerable. As Brene Brown said, Vulnerability is the first thing I want to see in you, and it's the last thing I want you to see in me. People who ignore you, ostracize you, refuse to honor your feelings, and assist you on your journey are not your people. It's difficult to let go, but when we start to heal, we realize who should be in our life and who shouldn't. Because the ones that love you and care about you, well, there's nothing you can say. There's nothing that you can do that will turn them away. The universe always has a way of clearing out clutter. The most difficult thing that we do is we stand in their way. But by trying to step aside, trying to let things be, trying to let things flow, We are able to go within for greater hope, peace, healing, and vulnerability so we can go without shame, fear, 
self-judgment, and a lack of self-care and a lack of self-worth. Step one, guys, just recognize that looking at triggers is a huge step. And as the universe has always said to me, life is a process. There is no destination. Be kind to yourselves. Stop judging yourself. And let's not forget what I say. Most importantly, never forget, guys, to take off those underwear and keep flying.